Today is Thursday, June 29th, 2023. And what in the world is going on with the Mix Minus podcast? They claim to be such um, audio geniuses. <laughs> I'm teasing. No, I, I listened to the most recent podcast. It was published or posted on June 23rd, which was six days ago. Um, it was two hours and two minutes long, so I had to find some time to listen to the whole thing. And I just, was it yesterday? I think I just finished it. And, oh my God, they had so many technical issues with the, um, you know, all the different sounds and music and stuff that they had. They just, it just wasn't working. And I don't, I don't know what was going on. I mean, I, I mean, I, you know. I don't know why. I don't know why. <laughs> and uh, bonus points for anybody who knows who is, who's saying that and what movie it's from. Let me turn that up a little bit and do it again. I don't know why. <laughs> Good luck with that one. But anyway, I was just thinking that, you know, um, I listened to Mix Minus and things are going pretty well at first and then they go to play a, a, a song or whatever and it doesn't work or it's playing weirdly and then Daniel gets frustrated and then doesn't know what to do and he, he gets all upset about it and stuff. I'm like, this is this is the show that people, that that they're known for their audio and they're having so many technical issues lately, and I don't know what's going on with that. I know that other people like to give them a hard time, too, like um, Big Fatty and Scotty and so forth. But um, I don't know. I, I hope I know Daniel got a new computer, and uh, you know, he talked about building his new computer and all. But um, I would think that it would be this great uh, system that everything was working, and it just didn't sound like they had it together. I don't know. I was just you know talking about that and, and you know, uh, I, had, I have to give them a little bit of a hard time because they do claim to be um, the audio people, you know, in the podcasting Pride 48, you know, world. So I'm um, just giving a hard time, guys, Daniel and Adam. I love you guys and I love your show. And that's why I have to listen to it every time. But now a couple of things that you mentioned on there that um, I have to uh, clarify for you. Uh, Daniel was talking about me buying, uh, when I went to the, Apple store opening at, at the Tyson's Corner Mall that I bought another uh, studio display. And he said that I spent $2,100 on it. And that is absolutely not true. It was $1,599 with taxes. So I think it was like $16 something, $1,648 or something like that. <clears throat> so I did not spend $2,100 on a new display. Um, I, yes, I do have the two displays here on my desktop with the all plugged into the Mac studio, which by the way is still running beautifully and I will not be upgrading to the M2 Ultra uh, Mac studio because I just have no reason to. Um, what was the other thing that they were talking about? I can't remember now. Oh, about the um, Vision Pro, the Apple Vision Pro and that I'm going to buy it. Well, I can tell you right now, boys, I am not buying that thing. Um, you mentioned several of the reasons why too on your show. You, you're talking about how it doesn't really do too much, and you only have a two-hour battery life and so forth. And really, it's it's kind of just like a gadget right now because I don't do anything in VR, uh, virtual reality, or AI, whatever, you know, augmented reality, or whatever that AI stands for. What does it stand for? Um, I don't know. I don't really care. But um, as far as the Vision Pro goes, no, I will not be buying one. Um, I don't. I don't see the point in it. To tell you the truth, and I don't think that I'm going to need to 
you know, shell out $3,500 for it. Now, Daniel did say that, you know, you don't buy the first version of something, and he's right about that. If I was going to buy anything, I would wait until the second version because then it would be um, improved and probably better battery life and, uh, you know, better technology stuff. In it. I don't know. But again, I don't really see a point in buying it in the first place. So anyway, I think that's um, pretty much what I wanted to say about Mix Minus. I'm just, I'm hoping that they get their stuff together and um, the next episode doesn't have the same technical um, audio issues that they, um, you know, experienced in this past, this last episode. And the other thing too is um, they, the date that they said they recorded on was um, June 9th, was it? I think they said that at the beginning, June 9th, and then they didn't put it out for two weeks later. I wonder what the what they were doing. Were they um, editing it or trying to improve it? I, I don't know. But, um, you know, they'll get it together, I'm sure. And now they're very busy. They're very busy people. Adam's going on a vacation, and Daniel was um, camping, I think. Uh, so who knows when the next one will be put out? I don't know. But anyway, you, you guys know I love you, and I'm just, you know, just talking. <laughs> Now, on the last podcast that I did, my husband was with me, and um, I told you I was going to give you some updates on things um, that I don't talk about with my husband. So the first one being, Kathy Bacon asked about an update on the girlfriends. You know, in my building, I have uh, three or four uh, older ladies who I'm friends with. Um, There's Betsy. She's 80. There's Patricia. She's 87. And then there's Addie, who is my next door neighbor, and she's, I believe she's 83. So, um, and then my husband mentioned Rose. Well, let me just tell you about Rose. I am not friends with Rose. Rose is, um, how do I describe her? She is an older lady. I don't think she's in her 80s, though, but she's definitely in her 70s. And she um, pretty much is against everything that the board of directors, uh, you know, our condo um, condo board does, and she's always fighting against them. And, and everything to her is very personal. Like um, they were talking about, I forget what it was. Something about oh, I guess it was the key fob thing. I've, I've already talked about the key fob thing. Well, at one of the meetings, Rose stood up, and she's you know, during the um, open forum where residents and owners can ask questions and talk and stuff. And um, at one of the recent meetings. I guess it wasn't really that meet, that recent. It was probably three months ago, maybe even four months ago. Anyway, she stood up and she said, "I, you know, she, you're not supposed to. Um, you're supposed to ask like a generic question that um, would benefit the whole community." Well, she was very specific. She said, "Well, I have a brother who comes in town, and I'm going to need another key fob so that when he's in town, he can get in and out of the building and all this stuff." And and the president kind of shut her down and said. You know, like Rose, this is this is a, a, an issue that's just for you. Um, you know, we're, we're trying to you know have this open for um, concerns and questions that um, relate to the entire community, not just you individually. Well, it's true that 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 she was it was her issue was just about her, but it was also an example of what the whole community. Um, is going through with these stupid key fobs things. But anyway, they shut her down, and, and she was like, oh, okay, well, I'm sorry. And I didn't know I couldn't talk about myself. And blah, blah, blah. Um, it was funny. But anyway, Rose is not one of my girlfriends. She's just a lady that um, 
is a pain in people's sides, I guess. So um, I'm not friends with her. I mean, I know her and I see her and I say, hi, Rose, you know, whatever. But we're not friends. Like, I don't, I don't go to her house and have wine and chat for hours. So um, she's, not my, she's not a friend of mine. So no matter what my husband says, no matter how much he's teasing me about her, she's not one of my friends. But now with my other girlfriends, I have not seen them lately. Well, I shouldn't say I haven't seen them. I've seen them, but we haven't gotten together to do anything. Um, pretty much the whole month of June, um, Betsy and I have not gotten together. Maybe, maybe we got together the first week of June, but we have not seen each other or talked with each other for th- like three weeks. Well, almost going on a month now. But anyway... I did see her in the lobby yesterday. My husband and I were going out to dinner, and um, she was in the lobby. So I said, hi, Betsy. And um, she waved and said, hi. Um, didn't say hi to my husband. <laughs> just said hi to me. <laughs> but um, Patricia, now, she lives on my floor, and I, don't, I haven't seen her at all for probably two weeks. Um, my husband said that he saw her in the laundry room, so um, and he chatted with her briefly, but... I have not seen her personally, so um, the girlfriends and I need to get together, need to you know, set a date and uh, get together. Um, uh, Betsy said that she was going to have the husband and I over to her house to um, do a toast for my husband's retirement. Uh, she said it was going to be at the end of this month, which, you know, today's the 29th, and tomorrow's the last day, so I don't think it's going to happen this month. Um, but anyway, so that's the update on the girlfriends. There's not a whole lot going on there. They're all still alive and they're all doing well. You know, they're fine. So um, I just haven't, we just haven't gotten together lately. So um, yeah, that's the update. Now on that other podcast, uh, the last podcast, I mentioned that I was going to tell you about getting my car inspected. Well, um, here's the thing, <clears throat> excuse me. In Washington, D.C., we have to get our cars inspected every two years. And the problem with that is, I guess it's not really a problem, but it's just an issue, is that they only have one place that you go to get everybody in the entire city. We have 700,000 people in this city, and they have one inspection station. And it's in southeast or southwest? Southeast. And it's not a very good neighborhood. So my um, uh, inspection was due by... Um, July 15th, and I kept getting these notices in the email from them saying, don't forget, you got to get your car inspected. So last week, I I think it was on Tuesday. It was on Tuesday, last Tuesday. Oh, as in this Tuesday? Was it? Oh, maybe it was just this Tuesday. I don't remember. In any case, um, I decided I'm going to just, however long it takes, I have to go over there, drive over there, which is a pain in the butt because I left at like 10 o'clock in the morning and there's still a little bit of um, work traffic, people going to to work and stuff. <clears throat> so um, there's the traffic. So it took me like 20 minutes to get over there. And then um, luckily I pulled right in there and there they have like seven different lanes to go in and they have people directing you. Like they're telling you which lane you need to go in and uh, wait, wait until you're called up until it's your turn. <clears throat> Excuse me and stuff like that. So um, I'm listening to the guy, and he says, okay, pull into lane number, I think I went into lane number one, and there were like, let me think, there was one car being um, checked, and then I think there were three cars in front of me, so technically four cars in front of me, but they were they were moving pretty quick. I mean, uh, they just, you know, each car moves up, and the guy does all of his stuff, and then, he, then you have to drive down to the end of the lane to get the sticker on your car. 
Well, so it's, I get up, gets up to my turn, and the guy, um, I swear, it's called an inspection, but he didn't inspect anything. He plugs in that little thing into the computer of your car and gets all the information, I guess, in terms of how the car is running and stuff from from that computer. And he plugs it in, and like, I don't know, 30 seconds later, he says, okay, you pass, and now pull up to the next, you know, to the end of the lane, and the guy down there will put your sticker on. And I was like, okay, well, you know, like I haven't gotten my car inspected for two years, so I, I, I kind of forget what the process is. Like, how do you pay for it? Do you pay there? I, I didn't really get it. So um, anyway, um, he gives he gives me the printout that shows that it's passed, and then I drive down to the end of the lane, and um, the the guy just he doesn't even get in the car. I'm still sitting in the driver's seat, and he I roll down the window on the passenger side because that's where the sticker is. And he just reaches in, scrapes off the old sticker, cleans it, and then puts the new sticker on and says, you're good to go. So like the entire the entire time I was there, it was maybe, maybe 10 minutes that I was waiting in line and getting my car inspected and getting getting the sticker and then driving out of there. And then it's like another 20 minutes you know, to get home. And I just think that's so odd because... They really didn't inspect anything. You know, when I lived in Virginia, they did everything. Like they did the emissions control and they did, um, you know, they checked the lights and they checked the brakes and they checked the horn. They do all these things, physically do all these things. Well, now they just plug this thing into the car and I guess all the information they need is right there from the computer because that's all they did. He didn't check anything. So anyway, I got my car inspected. Excuse me. So then, um, oh no, that was a week ago Tuesday, because this Tuesday, um, as in two days ago, I had to take my car in for service because the oil, it was time to have the oil change. Now, since I have retired, I'm, I'm not driving my car very much. You know, I mean, I am the main driver in our household now, and my husband is thinking about getting rid of his car, so I would be the main person. Well, my car is going to be six years old on July 10th. I bought it July 10th, 2017, and um, it has 54,200 miles or something like that on it. So I'm, technically, that's, that's less than 10,000 miles a year, um, you know, when you look from the very beginning to now. And so and I even, um, well, anyway, the, the, the car has like this little um, oil monitor thing that tells you, you know, you need to change your oil soon. And then I have the app that connects to the car and it gives you all of the information, what, what you need to have done and um, what uh, um, mileage um, service needs to be done and so forth. So I had to have the oil changed. And when I, so I said, I, you know, I made an appointment and, I, and then my car dealership is way out in Fairfax. So I had to drive. It's a, it was like a 40 minute drive to get out there. But that's where I bought the car and I just prefer, I know some people say take it to a local mechanic and have it done that way, but I just like to have all the stuff done at the dealer because, you know, I guess I kind of rely on them to know what they're doing because that's where I bought the car. And, you know, and I've always taken it there and it's always, you know, they've always done a good job. But this time I felt like I was, I was being scammed just a little bit, for example. So um, I also had to have a recall on my car, some bushing or bolt or something, I don't know. But um, so the guy said, oh, it could be, it'll be like an hour and a half. And, and I said, or he said, are you going to wait for it? And I said, yeah, I'll be waiting in the, in the, um, uh, the waiting room, whatever. So um, I'm sitting there and it's like an hour and a half later and he comes out and he says, 
okay, well, we, um, the uh, mechanic guy noticed a couple of things that, that you might want to, you know, have done while you're here. One was uh, the, I don't know, it's called the cowl drain. I don't really know what that is, but excuse me, it's up where the windshield wipers are and there's a drain that was not draining. So it was um, sending water or liquid into the, um, I don't know how, but I guess because it's the um, air filter or whatever. And he said, your air filter's all wet because this this drain was um, clogged and it was the water was backing up, blah, blah, blah. He said, um, you should probably have that done today because that's that affects the air in, in the cabin of the car. Like it could, you could, it could, um, grow mold spores and all that stuff if you don't if it's not draining properly. So I said, okay, go ahead and have that done. And that was like eighty bucks. And then he said, well, um, your car is just about six years old, and you've have we've never done anything with the antifreeze um, system, so it's time to have that done. So he's like, oh, I was like, okay, how much is that? Um, one hundred and seventy-five dollars, something like that. I'm like, okay, go ahead and do it. Then the third thing was. Um, uh, I don't really understand that one, but <laughs> something about flushing out the um, fuel injector, something or other, so that the gasoline flows better into the engine, so it burns better, or something like that. So, and that was going to be like two hundred and sixty dollars, and I was like, "Oh God, all right, go ahead and have that done." So, you know, all these different things that have to have done, and I'm thinking to myself, do they just do they just create these these problems so that they can, you know, charge you more money to have it done? And stuff, and I just, I don't know, I just felt like a little bit like, you know, they were looking for things that were wrong, even though this was not one of the major um, service times. Like the next big one will be when I hit 60,000 miles, um, and then that's going to be like $1,000. Well, I'm just thinking, uh, after they did all the stuff they were going to do, the bill was like $800, $848. Well, I have the um, Ford Pass thing that each time you have service done, they give you a number of points. And then you can um, cash them in on your next um, service that you have done. So like a year ago, I had a whole bunch of stuff done. Actually, not a whole lot of stuff, but I, I had points. And so I got like $120 off of the bill. So it was, I brought it down to like, I don't know, uh, $719 or something like that. But I'm like, man, that I just, you know, I know the car is six years old. I barely. I don't think I drive it that much, and I don't think I needed that much that much service. And then, and then he's telling me, he said, "Okay, well, the next the next one's going to be a big one, like you know, a thousand dollars to have all the stuff done." But when I'm looking at the invoice when I got home, I was like, "Looks like they did all this stuff now. Like they checked this and that, and they rotated the tires, and they did this." And I'm like, "I I just wanted to have the oil changed. <laughs> That's all I really went in there to do, the uh, recall and the oil change. And yet the whole thing cost me like seven hundred dollars." And I was like, man, this is expensive. But I had it done. The car's driving great. I, I am planning to keep it. I know I've talked multiple times about getting a new car, but I just don't like anything that's out there right now. And I know that in 20, 2026, that Ford will be um, introducing a, a brand new, not a brand new, but a, um, a new version of the Escape. And I have the current Escape, Ford Escape. Um, so I'm... I'm telling myself I'm not buying a new car until 2026. And I'm hoping by then that the issue with uh, car manufacturers with like, you know, making enough cars to be out there because, and people are paying outrageous amounts of uh, money for cars. I think the 
uh, saw something on Apple News that the um, average price of a car these days is $48,000. And I'm like, I don't want to pay $48,000 for a new car. I will pay $40,000 for a new car, but not $48,000 for a new car. Um, and that also, while your car is in there, they, you know, because they want to buy used cars. So they really, they want you to buy a new car and they want you to, they want to, they want to buy your car as a used car. So as part of the invoice paperwork that I got, they had an estimate of what they what they would um, buy the car for. And they they the thing said, my car is worth almost $16,000, like fifteen eight something. And I was like, oh, well, that's, that's actually good to know that um, if I were to trade it in, I would get $15,000 on it. And that would take a big chunk off of a new car. Um, because I own this one now, I have the title and everything. It's, it's been paid for for a long time, so um, you know, it, uh, any money that I get out of the car it would be mine to um, put down towards a new car. But um, if if a new car is going to cost me fifty thousand dollars, fifteen thousand dollars brings it down to thirty five thousand, and then I want to put another, you know, ten thousand dollars down on it too. So to make the car payment really low, and maybe I get it paid off in like three years instead of five years, you know, something like that. So that's all in the future. I, I am not worried about that. As long as the car is in good shape now, which it is, I just need to get it cleaned. It just needs to be, I need like a detail cleaned. But um, it's running great. I get, I still, I'm still getting like between uh, like 23 to roughly 30 miles per gallon when I'm driving it because it, you know, it has the computer that keeps track of all that stuff. So I think it's still in great shape and there's no, there's no reason to get rid of it. So I'm going to keep it for at least two more years until sometime in 2026. So that's the, that's the story about the car inspection and the car service. Um, let's see. The only other thing I want to tell you is that I've been working again on the archives and I was going through, you know, month by month, but then I decided to do all of the videos. So, <clears throat> excuse me. There are videos that go back to 2005 before uh, YouTube was even a thing. And if you go to the website, um, and you click, you scroll down a little bit past the uh, podcast I listen to, which I need to edit that because I think some people are not podcasting anymore. And you go to the categories tab and you choose video, you'll see that there's 166 videos. And they pretty much go from 2005 to, I believe, 2009 or 2010, I think was the last one. Um, so all of the videos, like if you click on the categories, it'll bring up all the videos and you can watch very old videos back to 2005. Um, you know, where the husband and I looked so much younger, almost, well, that's 18 years ago. So um, we looked so much younger and we were kind of funny and silly and something like, like, you know, sometimes like we are now, but anyway. So at this point, all of the videos have been fixed and you can see them now. Um, podcasts, I'm still working on. I think I said I'm up to... Uh, I don't remember now. Like, um, is it January 2007, I think? Let me see. How can I do... Uh, let's see. I'm on the website and I'm looking. I'm going to go to January. Uh, no, I think I've gone more than that. Let's go to May 2007. Nope, I don't have May up there yet. So it has to be... Um, maybe it's June. Let's go to March 2007. Nope. Maybe it's just January 2007. <laughs> Let me see. I know this is crazy stuff. When you, it's, it's like meta stuff as far as I'm concerned. Nope. Not that one either. 
I thought I finished, oh, maybe I finished all of 2006. That's what it is. I finished all of 2006. Okay. So I need to work on 2007 and, and beyond. Anyway, that is all I have to talk about today. Um, I was going to say one more thing. Now I can't remember what it is. Uh, everything's on my list I've talked about. Okay, well, anyway, that's all I have for talk. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Sorry. That's all I have to talk about today. Downtown. And until next time, my nose. Until next time, bye. <laughs>